Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The College Football Experience Tennessee Volunteers 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. This is Brian Bosworth, a.k.a. The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Episode. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I had to play that because. You're rocking with Pick Dundee, and Pick Dundee was wrong on the balls last year. I was wrong. Well, I hate to tell the good folks of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, this, but I think you're a Tennessee hater. No. <laughs> this episode shall prove it. There you go. But I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing. Oh, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, first down. Uh, and look, I'm gonna start by this. I'm a Josh Heupel guy. All right, you might. Remember, I was a fan of that Oklahoma team with Mike Leach back in the day. All right, yep. but. Uh, you were fighting for them uh, to get a playoff bid when they went undefeated under his uh, yes. watch at UCF. Yes, and I think he's a decent coach. I thought he was walking into more of a mess. I mean, he did a great job. He overachieved, in my opinion. Now, you say I hate Tennessee. Well, look, the f- it, it I didn't like take go back to me, college football fan, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. I didn't hate him. Fresh off the national championship, you were fine with Tennessee. I mean, they weren't my favorite team, but I didn't. They didn't bother me until really the Chiano thing. Yeah, the Chiano thing I thought was extremely fucked up. What about Fulmer? Did that uh, bother you a little bit? Them getting rid of him? Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought it was unjustly, but um, but the Chiano thing, and then also the the athletic director from K State coming in and Mike Leach, and and I thought everything just left a bad taste in my mouth. And then uh, obviously, I'm I've never been a Butch Jones guy. 
Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt. I didn't have anything against him, but I knew that just another Alabama. Uh, you just got to pay players like Bama does. <laughs> right. And uh, so, but I just thought they, the football gods got even with them for the most part. Okay. Because like you, they shouldn't be doing moves like that. Yeah. And the football gods up there, you know, struck them down. They struck them down, but I'm ready to forgive. All right. I am ready to forgive and get back on. Rocky top. I've been down to Tennessee for a game. That place is fucking awesome. Oh yeah. All right. I got hammered on a fucking pontoon boat somewhere over there. There you go. Doing All right. A, doing a volunteer style. Uh, so what do you make of uh last year? Patty see Josh Heupel seven and six year one. See, I was a bit skeptical, especially I was actually skeptical of the hire to tell you the truth, even though he was good at UCF. I thought he was kind of living off frost players. I was sure. like, I don't know that he's definitely, I mean, even still, Career-wise, as a head coach, he hasn't had a season that had a better record or even an equal record to the season before that as a head coach. Because twelve and one, ten and three, six and four, which is sixty percent of your games, and then seven and six, which I don't have the exact percentage, but I imagine it's a little less than sixty percent. So he has been regressing in terms of record. Now, obviously, stepping into Tennessee, I thought he did a good job. Is a different yeah, situation. I thought he did a UCF. good job. It was better than what I projected. He did a very good job last year. And uh, and obviously he was starting the wrong quarterback, Joe Milton, over Hennon Hooker, which w- I know we were surprised by that. Yeah, we were even su- preseason when we heard that we said, "Huh?" Yeah, I mean, so maybe they should hire me. All right, Hooker. Uh, you know, I guess to uh, to everyone's surprise, turned out to be a heck of a a thrower. You know, uh, Fuente was kind of masking that at Virginia Tech, and Milton didn't prove anything at Michigan. So I guess it's fair to have had, like they have similar uh, measurables and until I guess you get in the game situation, maybe you don't know who's going to be better, but it was pretty clear right away. Obviously that hookers, the better quarterback. Yeah. And then what was it? The, uh, what was the game where they're throwing the mustard bottles in? Oh, Ole Miss Ole game. Miss was game. Great. Yeah. Uh, Shout out the vault nation for yeah, keeping college amazing. football so classic. Everyone bitching about yeah. that. That was so awesome. <laughs> That was the greatest moment of last year, right? Yes. Uh, yes. But I want to say this when hooker and now it's tough for, on Milton to come in and just start firing the ball over and pick up in that clutch of a situation and drive the team for a win. But he, he didn't do shit. He sucked. Yeah. And hooker was playing great all game. So, well, there's two ways to look at this. They overachieved, but I also only see one win against a team that was actually good last year. And that was Kentucky. And even that Kentucky fl- the, it c- always fluffs up their schedule. So it looks a lot better than their reality. I mean, Kentucky's still a team that beat Chattanooga by a couple points. Yeah. Um, close win against Kentucky. You know, most years you don't really take a lot of uh, they pride own, out Tennessee of Tennessee owns Kentucky though, man. They've been fucking them up for a oh, while. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm saying like, n- n- what's the other win that just is it's impressive? their losses. It's their close losses against good teams that are most impressive. I agree. Seven I point agree. loss to Pitt and a, uh, Five point loss to Ole Miss, both at home though. You'd like to see them, you know, winning those games against good teams at home. And I mean, they lost. They got their ass whipped by Florida. I mean, obviously the the Florida quit on the coach last year, but that's still. I mean, I think they're still starting the wrong quarterback. Then I don't remember did Hooker play that game or not. mm, Not one hundred percent sure either. They got their ass whipped by Florida. They got their ass whipped by uh, Alabama. They got their ass whooped by Georgia. Most teams would, although Florida wasn't that good. Though at the beginning of the year, Florida was that good. They they were hanging with Bama. They only really beat one winning team. Uh, Ole Miss or Tennessee, rather. 
Yeah, and that's Kentucky. I know South Carolina's record will say seven and six. No one played for North Carolina in the bowl game. South Carolina was terrible. It's true. It's yeah. really hard to gauge how good this team is based on last year's results because they played either shitty teams or good teams. I mean, I I still think he did a great job because I was not expecting them to win all those shit. I thought like a game against Missouri was like a 50 50 game. And I thought they wouldn't be able to sustain themselves against Missouri or South Carolina. I thought they would lose some. Yeah. So the, the I thought he did good. Thought he did good in year one. Where did that offense uh, finish nationally? Oh, uh, that offense was fire. Absolute fire last year. Let's, let's get into it. Uh, offense coordinator, Alex Golesh. Uh, eight starters back. They were seventh in the nation. Patty C in scoring offense, mm, mm. 11th in rush offense, 40th in pass offense, ninth in total offense, Hendon hooker, somebody get this guy a hooker because I mean, <laughs> this guy is, is a baller. We knew this when he was at Virginia tech. We, we were impressed by him. Uh, not as impressed as I was last year. I knew he could run, but uh, what's uh, Fuente would have him passing like six times a game. That's true. This guy's throwing for 500 yards here and there at Tennessee. <laughs> Fuentes. I, I thought he was a good get. I remember when I saw that. Me and Terrell Furman Jr. were sitting there saying, "Hey, I thought that was a good get in the portal." Yeah, he's an athlete, and you know he had some arm talent, and I don't know. He he had moxie to like drive and win games. He didn't screw things up, but who knew that he had a, a rocket and he was going to be able to throw the ball around the field. I, I mean, I thought he was gonna. I thought it was a good get. I thought he should have been starting. I remember saying that he'll start over Milton, and I was shocked early in the year, and I was like, "They're starting Milton over Hooker." You were more dialed in on Hooker than I was. Then I'll say that. I mean, I, I expected Hooker to be starting over Milton, but I thought it was a pretty close race. Gotcha, Milton. gotcha. Well, uh, Hooker's back at quarterback. Jabari Small's back at running back, and although they only have one wideout back, it is Cedric Tillman who was one of the better wideouts in the SEC. Tight end Jacob Warren is back, and four or five on the offensive line are back. Patty C, what am I missing here? The offense, uh, I think, will be fire again, and I think will probably be better because there's another year in Hooker's system or in in Hypel system, and uh, they they went out and got some other pieces in the transfer portal that I think will help the offense. You like to have your top quarterback or obviously passer, rusher, and receiver all back. Usually a good sign. How about how many did they bring back on the offensive line? Four of five. Four of five. Four of five. It's a lot of good things. I mean, a thousand yard receiver, basically eight hundred yards from Jabari Small, and even Hooker, three thousand, almost three thousand passing yards, six hundred rushing yards. But the biggest stat of all of them, well, eleven point three adjusted yards per attempt. That's humongous. Yes, but thirty-one touchdowns, three interceptions. That's wild. That Putting is up video game numbers. That's something you do in NCAA fourteen. Hennon Hooker's completion percentage. I'll go nationally uh, through some of his statistical, uh, you know, excellence. Thirteenth uh, in the country in uh, completion percentage. Fourth uh, in the country in yards per attempt. Third in the country in adjusted yards per attempt. Third in the country in passer efficiency rating. Twelfth in touchdowns. Say what you want. The yeah. dude put bald last year, and I got to say a lot of that's hypo. But Hooker, you got to have the trigger man to do it. Yeah, and defensive coordinator Tim Banks, he's going to be a man that needs to do it because last year, 90th in scoring defense, 59th in rush defense. That's probably a little bit, you know, fake just on the fact that they pro- teams didn't run the ball; they threw the yeah. ball because they were 122nd in the nation in pass defense, well, charting at trying to keep up with that offense. Yeah. You probably have to throw the ball. 99th in total defense. Seven starters back on defense, though. They are replacing, or they have to replace two, two of four on the defensive line. They do have Byron Young coming back. 
both linebackers are back. Jeremy Banks and Aaron Beasley Jr. He didn't go to West Virginia like his pops. Mm, Going mm, on. Mm, mm. Uh, three of five back in the secondary, led by free safety Trayvon Flowers. Kicker and punter are back. If the defense could be slightly better, which I think it might happen, kicker and punter back. Solid uh, kicker was Chase McGrath. Uh, very very solid. Now they did lose Velas Jones to the draft. Uh, he was third in the nation in yards per return on punt returns. Tough to lose that kind of explosion in the return game, but I had this coming into this episode before. Like if you had asked me a month ago, I was going to say Tennessee's on my Michigan state list. And I still think they are probably on that list in terms of lucky last year, not necessarily lucky, but I mean, Michigan state was lucky last year that Michigan state, Northern Illinois, are my luckiest teams last year. And I don't think they're going to be able to duplicate that. And I think there was another team I had on that list, but uh, as far as like, I, I think the stock was higher than the actual team, actual product. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to get to it, but I am kind of, when I see what's returning, when I see some of the pieces they got, maybe, maybe I'll, ch- uh, you know, th- do I need to play? Do I need to, uh, to play? Where the hell is my clip? It's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Tim banks as the uh, defensive coordinator? I guess he was Penn State's co DC. I know he had gotten some some love as a potential head coach at some places. Um, but obviously took over as the DC at Tennessee last year. Pretty good uh well, I mean they they have their work cut out for him. They do have the work cut out for him. But but he's he's been doing it for a while. He has a good resume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh look, we're gonna talk transfer portal, which is such a big factor in 2022 college football. We're gonna talk recruiting rankings. NIL Tennessee with the NIL watch out Vols are back. All right. Yeah. Was uh, uh, who's the uh, recruit? I should know this off the top of my head. Uh, let me pull that. I mean, even though in Pruitt under the bus, like, like you said <laughs> uh, to get out of that contract, uh, oh, Tennessee. It, I still say the gods might be a little bit, but, uh, but oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Tennessee you're as sec as it comes. You're as SEC as Auburn. You're as SEC as Ole Miss. <laughs> you're as SEC as any of them. Uh, but look, we're also going to talk. Uh, you know what Las Vegas expects. If you're watching right now on YouTube, which you should be, subscribe to the College Experience on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash College Experience. Subscribe to the College Football Experience wherever you listen to podcasts. At remember, also subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Rick Barnes uh, recruiting his ass off. Can he get some postseason wins? We talk about it year round on the College Basketball Experience. And also me and Noah Beanick do the college baseball experience. Tennessee was fun as hell this year, hitting home runs, putting on fur coats and shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, the rest man. of college baseball was complaining about them. They were some they, shit they had, talking. Oh, they they were a lot of fun. They were basically they like, were the yeah. They were basically like this. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio, looking at a guy out here hollering <laughs> my name when last year I spent more money on spilt liquor. In bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. <laughs> I mean, That's they pretty were much nasty. what they were doing, dude. That was like the best college baseball team ever. I like, enjoyed that run. I want more evil like that. Like yeah. it's it's flicking off. Uh, sports are entertainment, guys. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, I think there's 
There's limitations that you might <laughs> want to consider. Remember that Tennessee fan who's like, or that receiver who's just flicking off the Auburn fan uh, in the, or the Alabama fan oh in the yeah. end zone? That was fantastic. That's how football should be. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, we're going to get to all that, but I got to get us paid right now, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience, Tennessee Vol Edition 2022 style. Brought to you by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also uh, compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure you get the best deal. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep track of your records if you're betting all their sports, uh, which I always do. Uh, go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, to connect, and make every game matter more. Look, we, SGPN here, has teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. It's free to enter. What are you doing, bozos? Get over there and get in this thing. Uh, we're going to give away some amazing prizes that will be announced very soon. So hop in now to reserve your spot. Get in over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do, Patty C. And they just passed 4 million different users. Oh. Jeez. Elon Musk, you should buy Sleeper, huh? Uh, and now you can win on Sleeper by playing their brand new over under game. It's pretty awesome. Uh, first in any cho- any sport, you choose two or more players you like, and you pick the over or under on their stat projection. And if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over twenty times the money you put in. With NFL season right around the corner, sleepers in the f- first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. So pretty fantastic. So right now, what are you doing on your mobile phone? Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com/sgp and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, that is sleeper.com/sgp and you get a $100 match on your first deposit. And last but not least, we're brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Great so. Uh cuz without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, to advertisers, to ISP and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN Studios, we use IP Vanish VPN. It makes it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communication, your browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's uh, ipvanish.com slash SGP, but use the promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. Wow. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. There you go. And boom, we are back talking vol football. Patty C talk to me, the transfer portal. I mean, are you uh, uh, like, 
And the NIL thing, you know, they have this kid from Long Beach coming in. No, uh, you know, I'm looking at. He was it right on like a fucking Hummer in that video. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Nico. Let me see. Nicholas Iamalieva. Yeah, Lieva. Nico. I think he goes. Nico. Show, yeah. He is. His high school, Warren High School, is 30 minutes exactly on Google Maps from where we sit right now. Uh, you know, just down the road. Pulling that Southern California. Well, yeah. well I don't get the yeah. rain man cold. It's a long trip to Knoxville from here in LA. That is. That is. Uh, that's what, what? Seven, eight million dollars a year? That something or, or wild total like that'll that. do it. Yeah, yeah, something wild like that. And uh, hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to watch. I saw SMU getting they're loading the Pony Express back up. Watch Mom. out for SMU. <laughs> uh, incoming transfers. They went out just the other day and got Lynn J. Dixon, who was a running back from West Virginia that transferred to Clemson, but then transferred to Tennessee. So he, I don't think he actually played at Clemson. Oh man. Uh, then corn, they got cornerback Andre Turrentine from oh the the Ohio State. They say Patty C. It's a nice pickup. Uh, they got Wesley Walker. Shout out to Wesley Walker, the old New York Jet wideout. He was nasty back in the day. But this is safety Wesley Walker from Georgia Tech. They got wide receiver Brew McCoy. Look, this guy's a five star. But he's been an, a, a complete adventure. He was at Texas, and then it rained too much. He said, "I'm going to Southern California." <laughs> it's kind of been a little bit of a letdown, but he's extremely talented, so maybe it'll work out in Tennessee. It's a nice guy to pick up, though. Five stars are five yeah. stars often. Yeah, they got uh, tight end Charlie Manhattan Browder. Uh, Interesting name. He comes over from UCF, so he's familiar with Hypo and Danny White. Uh, linebacker Jackson Hanna. Comes in from Nebraska. Quarterback Navy Schuler comes in from App State. Do you know who that is, buddy? It's got to be one Heath Schuler's yes. son. Yes. Man, Navy Schuler. Get him in the fucking game. Come on. That is basically the run that started Tennessee's championship ascent back in the 90s. It started with Heath Schuler. Maybe it was before them. What were they doing before that? They were they were good. They were good. They were good. They were pretty damn good yeah. in the eighties. Yeah, they were good in the eighties. Yeah, they were. They were real good. In but the 80s. but that didn't Johnny that didn't stop uh, Herschel Walker from running over Bill Bates. <laughs> oh, um, Jeez, that play. Never Why you got to bring up sore subjects? Never gets old. That's just a football play, though. If you remove the helmets and the colors, it's a great football. It's play. a great Let's football play. But Tennessee had their share too. But you're right, Johnny Majors. Yeah, three top ten finishes. Yeah, he was he was legit. Uh, Navy Navy Schuler to at, from App State offensive tackle Gerald Mincy comes in. Patty C, do you know where he comes in from? Uh, I do not. The Florida Gators. Ooh. What the fuck is happening? All right, new rule. You can do nil. You can transfer wherever, just not in your not arch in rivals. the division. Yes. Yeah, not to your arch rival. Come on, where is your backbone? <laughs> Uh, this is our uh, three minutes of. Uh, Where's your backbone? <laughs> you know, we're gonna say it again. Look, we know all you <laughs> little what millennials or what. <laughs> we're we're apparently boomers now that we don't want to see uh, our arch rival get our best players. Yeah, spare me. I don't want to see Reggie Miller play for the Knicks. Yeah. All right. Do, oh, the, does the youth even understand that reference? They probably don't. Probably not. But you're you're a Nazi for that. You you are <laughs> yeah. trying to control. Yeah. You're trying to enslave yeah. him from <laughs> having him. Sorry, Gerald Mincy, but look, that's horseshit. Horseshit. Go to go to Mississippi State for all I care. All right. But come on. Where's your backbone? <laughs> Get out uh, of the division. Come on. Patty C. I think they did a pretty good job though in the portal. Dixon's a guy who can get on the field some. I think Wesley Walker, the safety, is going to end up starting for them. Uh, Brew McCoy is going to probably end up starting for them. 
Uh, Mincy, I think might get some solid burn too. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see uh, what they lose. Now I got to get on what they lost because they did lose some guys. The portal, co- the portal gives the portal takes Patty C <laughs> um, biblical. Let, let's, let's, uh, let's hop into it. Wide receiver D'Angelo Gibbs. He's in the portal linebacker, Aaron Willis, four star. He went to the Houston Cougars and Dana used car salesman Holgerson. Mm. Uh, I'll have to tackle Nicholas Edwards went to the UT Martin Skyhawks tight end Julian Nixon portal uh, offensive lineman, James Robinson, South Alabama quarter cornerback, Tyus Fields portal. Doesn't sound like they're losing that much. Offensive lineman. I can't pronounce this guy. Chris Akporangahe went to uh, Tulsa golden hurricane. Okay. Uh, Cayman Marley, a wide receiver portal tight end Trinity bell. He went to I, he transferred to Iowa Western. So what's the best school that someone has transferred uh, to offensive tackle? K Ron Calvert went to Eastern Kentucky, Fred Orr, running back. Hopefully that's the son of Terry or he's in the portal uh, wide receiver. Anderson Anderson Kobe went to Indiana. Okay. Not much better than Eastern Kentucky, but linebacker will Albright portal running back D Beckwith, Kentucky. There it is. I'm at a loss for words. Uh, Running back Tyon Evans, Louisville. See, I give him a pass. That's not that much better. At least they don't play them. They never fucking play them. Yeah. Tyon Evans to Louisville, and he's going to start at Louisville. That is yeah, you're right. That's that's a way different situation. Uh, Linebacker Morvin Joseph. Uh, to the Florida Atlantic Owls, who who, who reside in the CUSA. Harrison Bailey, a quarterback, transferred to UNLV with the running Rebs. Running back Carlin fills Amami. <laughs> yeah, I'm butchering this. He's in the portal. Well, it sounds like they lost uh, a lot. Running back T Hodge in Indiana State. Actually, that was last year. Actually, I I, 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 I rattled off a couple guys. Okay, T Hodge was last year. The other ones all count. Okay, the other ones all count. Okay. So, forty seventh nationally in terms of income. I still think they won the portal. Eleventh within the conference, incoming uh, talent. But yeah, it doesn't sound like they lost any. I mean, the linebacker Willis, the four star to Houston, probably hurts on the depth chart. Uh, yeah, the, the quarterback for no, not really. I don't think they're gonna lose. I, I don't think that hurts. Uh, maybe you could say Anderson Kobe, the wideout to, to Indiana, Beck with the running back to Kentucky, maybe a little bit. He wasn't their starter. Tyon Evans, I actually do think was was a, is a good player for them, but I mean they, they have guys, so I don't think that really affects the team that much. But I'm going to say they won the portal, Patty C. Uh, I will agree with you. I think uh, a, a slight win there. Talk to me about recruiting rankings. I want to look at one thing real quick. Uh, Morris, no. Okay, so uh, just uh, from a recruiting standpoint, they have two five stars that they've recruited in the past five cycles. Darnell Wright and Wanya Morris. I don't see Wanya Morris immediately listed on the depth chart here, but uh, Darnell Wright, a five-star, projected to start at offensive tackle. So maybe, maybe uh, th- those generally are projected as first-round draft picks. I'm going to see if he was uh, included as uh, no, he is no oh, fourth-team preseason all-conference. Darnell Wright, but Graham mm. Carvin also uh, offensive line. Anyway, recruiting-wise, um, 
nationally, pretty darn good, but within the conference in the uh, conference like the SEC, pretty mediocre. In fact, b- below average. So last five cycles, 21, 11, 10, 22, and 23. You would think that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Right? Tough when you have Georgia and Florida. Yeah. Within the conference, eight, seven, seven, eight, eight. I'm only talking SEC East, but yes, obviously. uh, Right. So composite wise, they've ranged from 15 to 19 uh, over the past four cycles and basically number seven within the conference. Uh, Overall, talent wise, I think, um, but like we said, they got that five star coming in. So, but that's not for another year. Right now, they're still pretty talented. But they're middle of the pack. In so, fact, what they did last year is probably what we should expect from them, based on talent. Uh, well, look, the win totals at seven and a half. If you're watching on YouTube, you see this sweet ass graphic. Shout out to the SGPN graphics team. But Patty C, it's uh, minus one seventy on the over, plus one forty five on the under. So Vegas, if you pay attention to those, the juice there, Vegas telling you they think they're going seven and five. Mm, the disrespect is real. This is a hard team to gauge. Thursday, September first, the Ball State Cardinals. Ball State lost a ton last year. This is going to be an ass whooping. Yeah. Uh, is that Neyland? Rocky Top will be our. Want to know? Yeah. All right. And next gets me to my sling game of the year. Now, actually, oh. I shouldn't do it for this one. I should do it for a conference game. But I find this game so interesting. So I took Pitt. Right. I find this game pretty damn interesting too. I took Pitt to win this game. Originally, yeah. I think if you listen to our pit preview, I said I like pit. But recently, I was thinking about this. If pit, they haven't played the backyard brawl in like fifteen years. Yeah. If pit wins against West Virginia, Tennessee catches them in the most perfect letdown spot that I can think of. That's true. Now they both play opening Thursday. It doesn't matter. So it gives them a little if more pit time wins to recover. That, the the whole city's gonna be partying. They hate West Virginia. They do hate West Virginia. That's what I'm saying. It is genius scheduling on Absolute, Tennessee's yes. part. Uh, I don't know if they arranged that or that's just luck. Well, it's but poor scheduling on Pitt's part. I have to agree with you. You don't want to put it's two a huge letdown yeah, spot. Major power. Absolutely. Five. Now, if West Virginia wins, maybe it goes Pitt's way. I did the pit pot. I said Pitt's Pitt's going to win. I'm going to stick to that. But I'll be honest. I'm thinking more and more that that's truly a 50 50 game. Mm. And I, I could totally see Tennessee fucking them up after a huge win. Well, this just strikes you as a pure offense versus defense. Game. Well, uh, Narduzzi's undefeated against Josh Heupel. Uh That goes back to UCF. Wow. Uh, but 41 34, but that was like we said before Hooker took yeah. over the reins. That all alone almost makes you want to lean Tennessee, but the fact that it's at Heinz. I was about to say, uh, not really. I mean, the, the fact, the, the the thing that wants to make me take Tennessee is the fact that West Virginia is the game before. Yeah. Well, that, what I'm saying really is, the, 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 is if if Tennessee was able to hang with them, you know, with Milton last year, uh, having Hooker is a playing, huge difference. Playing at Neyland. Yeah, is is a uh, massive you know, advantage that yeah. you not only don't have, but now you have to go on the road. Yeah, for. yeah, yeah. It's going to be a damn good game. I'm still leaning Pitt because I think they're a really good team, but I mean Pitt will still be breaking in. Dude, uh, Pitt's going to lose this game if they beat West Virginia. If you're a Tennessee fan, you better be rooting for Pitt to beat West Virginia. Not only because it helps your strength of schedule, but because they're going to party. They haven't played this game. This is one of the best rivalries <laughs> in college football, and this shit hasn't happened in like 15 years. That's true. That's true. They they will be partying if they win that. So, what do you think is going to happen though? 
You got. I pit. mean, I already you did the pit episode. I dropped. I said. I said pit. Well, but it I, doesn't mean that you have to make the same mistake twice if it was a mistake. I'm gonna hang on to 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 me. This is this is a fifty fifty game, but I'm taking I think pit. Pit is just yeah. a hair better, but uh, the Akron Zips and Joe Moorhead come to town. Zip it up, Patty. See, no, I'm not taking Akron. This fucking <laughs> they suck. Uh, could be interesting if he's got that offense ahead of schedule. A lot of firepower. T- Tennessee uh, and Kentucky love these. They, they always do like two Mac schools. I feel like. Yeah. They love the they love the the bottom of the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I got them beating Akron. Yeah. Two and one. They're home to Florida. Look, Florida has owned them. What but is the I uh, sense a little blood in the water. Recent history. I of this. sense blood in the water, Patty C. Tennessee beats Florida this year. Wow, Florida really has owned them. It, eleven in a row, and then they won one, and now it's five in a row. So that's sixteen of the last seventeen Florida's gotten. That's unbelievable. If you would have told me that in two thousand, I would have said you're fucking crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Um, I'm taking Tennessee. Yeah, I think uh, I think Tennessee's a little ahead, but that could be a mistake. I'm taking but Tennessee. It's in Knoxville. Three so. and one. All right. They get a bye week, and then they head to Tiger Stadium, Patty C. I am one of these ones that I'm kind of higher on LSU than Las Vegas and the I'm surprised to hear public. that. I'm surprised to hear that. Why? Maybe not. Maybe you are you are a, a Kelly fan, but you have been stressing how bad LSU was last year. But thank you. Thank you. Well, this is a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet. <laughs> it's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family. I love how he says I haven't won all my games yet. So he's going undefeated this year. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on on uh, on, 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 on BK. No, it's at Tiger Stadium. They're not winning this game. Well, right? they have they are coming off a road trip to Auburn, and I believe Tennessee has a bye. Yes, coming into that. Still Baton Rouge. I've been down there. That place is fucking nuts. Coming off a road trip to Auburn's probably got. When's their the last full time attention. Tennessee won in Baton Rouge? I know they don't play once every. Seven years or whatever. I will, once every fourteen years. I will find Rouge. that out, but I probably bet in the nineties, right? Probably. I will find that out. They might have won one early two thousands, Fulmer. While Saban was kind of building that thing. Louisiana State. All right, you keep talking. I'll I'll dig that up. Well, unfortunately, they play Alabama the very next week. They won in uh, two thousand five in uh, at LSU. Fulmer. So the end of Fulmer. And LSU was ranked number four. That's all. Seventeen years ago, dude. Okay. Well, I mean, they, I know they've only played. They've only played there once yeah, since, and they lost by two when LSU was. And that's ranked when they tw- had too many men on the field. You remember? Oh that? my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> yeah, they're not shook of the. Uh, they, they might be. Able, let me see what I'm they've done before LSU. That. <laughs> that game was insane. These Tennessee fans hate me. Uh, I'm, dude, take, I'm taking LSU, dude. They have had actually pretty good success at LSU, but I am taking LSU too. I think Kelly. Yeah. Oh, that'll be a good game though. So I got them right now. What three and two? They're home to Alabama. I'm taking Bama. Yeah. Three and three. And then the the T Martin Skyhawks. I mean, I'm sorry, the UT Martin Skyhawks <laughs> come to town, Patty C. I like a little regional battle against against uh uh UT Martin here. I want this pilot. I want it's a matter of national security. Is uh UT Martin a uh the Skyhawks. Okay. <laughs> It's not a pilot right. school though. I don't know. Maybe it is <laughs> 10 and three last year. Team Martin 
Really? Uh, he's not the coach. Oh, he's not. Who? Oh, I thought it was. I <laughs> I'm thought, just saying, UT Martin. Okay, I see. I know, but he is a coach down. Where is he? At? I think Tennessee, he's at Tennessee. I don't Tech know. or something. No, he was at Tennessee. I think Pruitt's last year. Check. Okay, I'll check. check. I don't know where he's at. We're all over the place here. Uh they're beating the Skyhawks. They yes. get back on board. So now they're sitting there at four and three, four and three, and they host the Kentucky Wildcats. T. That- Martin coached. Uh, Tennessee with 2019 and 20. Yeah. Yeah. And then he went to the Ravens last year. He's their wide receivers coach currently. Interesting. Um, Patty C. Yeah. I got him beating UT Martin. So we both have him at four and three, correct? Yes. Then they host Kentucky. I got them beating Kentucky. They beat him last year in, in, in the, was it Kroger field? Yeah. Shop to you drop customers. (laughs) Now they come down to Neyland stadium. John Calipari just shit on the Kentucky basketball or the Kentucky football program. <laughs> uh, I didn't get, did see something about the disagreement between uh, Stoops and uh, he said uh, Calipari said like I guess he wants to get some some stadium or some f- practice facility built. He says we're a basketball school, we're not a football school. Oh, uh, and Stoops disagrees. Well, he's well, right. I think, uh, but he's absolutely right. But he, he's not really right because their contract. I mean, yes, he is right. They are a basketball school. But, but the I'm money saying, comes in. The through money football. comes in through football and being in the SEC. That's true. Uh, I got him beating Kentucky five and three. I'll roll with you. I'll roll with you on that. Five and three, and then they head to Sanford Stadium. They're taking a bad out there. I think they are too. I got him losing at Georgia five and four. Patty yeah. C. They're home to Missouri. You know I'm not high on Missouri this year. Give me a dub. Is Six Missouri is Missouri the the least like relevant team in in the country? In the country, like, <laughs> uh, is anyone paying attention to Missouri? They they uh, talk about a team that will bite you from now and then because you have no idea that they're even on your schedule. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, I have them beating Missouri as well. So I got them six and four. They are at South Carolina, and if you listen to my South Carolina preview, I took Tennessee to pull the. To, well, I don't know that'll be an upset, but I, t- I took Tennessee to win that game. Uh, I kind of have them going one on one in that stretch too. I think they might get bitten, but you know, for the for all, what does that put them at? Seven and four for me. Seven and four. Yeah, I think for you too. Okay. Then they're at Vanderbilt. I know this series is way closer than it should be in the past ten years. Yeah. I think it's like five to five. <laughs> if memory serves me correct, they're beating Vanderbilt. They are beating Vanderbilt. Clark Lee. All right. Vanderbilt sucks. Three in a row for Tennessee, but prior to that, three in a row uh for Vandy. For Vandy. But Damn. then yeah, it is five and five over the last ten years. So that's terrible, Tennessee. But you are the far better. I did, team. I got him going eight and four. What was the game last year? 45-21 in Knoxville against Vandy. Yeah, they'll they'll get him again. Eight and four. So we're hitting that over here, huh? I'm taking the over. I came in wanting that. I was thinking like, Hey, there's probably the stocks a little higher than, than what I think the actual team is, but they could even beat Pitt and go nine and three. And I wouldn't be surprised. They could also lose to Florida well, or Ball lose to State, Kentucky, Akron and UT Martin at home in the non-conference slate. Well, that, that is a classic. They do this. Kentucky does this all the time, but I can't give Tennessee as much shit because Tennessee has Alabama every year in that game. I mean, they got Alabama and LSU yeah, cross yeah. division back to Kentucky back. fluffs it up a lot. I think it's yep. a, Tennessee does a little bit of a better job. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Um, who'd they have last year? They had, uh, well, they get Bama every year, which sucks for them Yeah. right now during this phase. Oh, that definitely sucks. Yeah. But last um, year was kind of the same thing: Bowling Green, Tennessee Tech, and South Alabama. 
Yeah, they all suck. Go along with Pitt. They all suck. Three, yeah. three uh, cream puffs and well, a, Vanderbilt's on. That's a cream puff and a cream puff yeah. there. But yes, getting Alabama across division every year sucks ass. Tennessee decently hard schedule. I'm on the over. Years. Yeah, I'm on the over. Program's looking good. Uh, do you think the defense will improve this year? Slightly. You made an interesting point pre-podcast saying that uh, who was it that was pointing out that uh, Tennessee often has uh, or whoever runs an the hypo offense. He yeah. runs a little bit of that Bryles. Yeah, throw know. the ball around, stretch yeah. the field vertically. Yeah, but so you generate a shit ton of points, but it, what it causes is, is that your defense usually suffers. Defensive numbers haven't been the greatest. Bryles and Baylor are a perfect example of that, but but uh, they still won a, a lot of games. True, with Bryles. True, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I, you're saying that though. Typically, if you face much more physical teams, which maybe Baylor was facing it with the likes of Oklahoma while Bryles was there, but they still competed pretty well with them. Obviously, when you got like a Robert Griffin, it helps. But uh, do you think they they'll be able to do that in the SEC, or is it just too big of a gap? Like no, I think they talent can. wise. They can. I mean, Florida's down right now. And I don't know. I, I'm not sold on the Napier hire. Yeah, I think, I think yet. second place in the sec East is up for grabs and potential. Like, like, like I said, the NIL, I'm sure Georgia will end up getting, they probably already have some shit, but I'm saying, yeah, I know Tennessee has been way on the forefront, even throughout the state legislation. Um, yeah. So uh, why not them? Hey, Tennessee, wouldn't it be nice? I think to be they will be. I don't, I don't know about the Florida hire. I think they're they're gonna move into second place for the next like five, ten years. Short five, ten years? Florida snaps its fingers and is great. You know, that's been their history lately. Lately? Well, not super lately, <laughs> but like they've had some some coaches. Dan Mullen blunders, had yeah. some good years, you know, but like obviously Urban Meyer, uh it's been a little while, but I'm not convinced Florida's going away. You know they're they're basically like Georgia, but uh, it'll take a couple years for them. So I think there is a window right now for Tennessee yeah. to take that. Be it maybe even get a. Uh, when was the last time they won a uh, won the division? I feel like it hasn't been that that long. Has Did they it? play? No, Missouri won it a couple times, right? Yeah, um, maybe it has. Remember, been. Pinkle had Missouri rolling a little bit. Yeah, uh, SEC East. Uh, if Georgia has an off year, I feel like early two thousands. I am seeing the last time Tennessee was in it was 2007. Yeah, there we go. Then 2004, then 2001. Yeah, yeah. 98, 97. Hey, it could happen. There you go, Navy Schuler. Navy, Navy Schuler, baby, leading the charge. Folks, subscribe. We're both on the over. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. And uh, look, we're on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We'd really appreciate it if you got over to iTunes, gave us a five star review. All right, and if you do that. Take a screenshot of that. Show us that on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And we're going to enter you in a raffle, a very short raffle, a very rigged raffle. I think <laughs> David Stern, Patrick Ewing to the Knicks, or or how many? Kwame Brown to the Wizards. The envelope's <laughs> cold. The envelope's cold, Patty C. Uh, <laughs> uh, either way, please help us out there. And uh, look, um, Check out, like I said, the college football experience, the college basketball experience. Oh, man, the, we're gonna have a Tennessee preview up soon for the college basketball experience, college baseball experience. I know it's dark season right now, but don't worry, it'll be coming back. It'll be hitting back around in February. Boom. Uh, sports gambling podcast at 32, 32 NFL teams, thirty-two episodes, a, a solo podcast. So if you're a Titans fan, right. first off, Tennessee Titans, Nashville, 
I know this is Knoxville. Don't get a fucking dome. Yeah. All right. Would Rocky the Top be Rocky don't Top? Need to pay. Yeah. That's why college dome. football is better, is because the Liberty Bowl and Rocky Top and even fucking uh, Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Yeah. All right. I love that name. <laughs> that is a great. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't. They aren't domes. Come on, man. You don't need a dome for the Titans. I mean, it's not cold. It's not that fucking cold. In you Tennessee. are the Tennessee Titans. You have the premier running back in the NFL. He might break the NFL rushing record this year. Might have done it with 16 games, but now that this is 17 game regular yeah. season, that's going to happen soon enough. You want that guy to be doing that in a dome? Terrible. It should be Jim Brown. Also, you can host the Super Bowl. Who cares? Who cares? All right. Yeah. Jeez, play it at Neyland. Come on. All right, uh, folks, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. Though, oh, what else? What else? What else is Tennessee? What were they like? NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Yes, Bristol's not far away. Check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. They do a great job uh, at Formula One. I don't know if that's your cup of tea, but the Formula One uh, Gambling Podcast is out doing things. MLB gambling podcast happening right now. I don't know if that's your thing too, but uh, yeah, just check out the, uh, the SGP and app or sports gambling podcast.com. You'll see all that stuff. Hop in the discord channel, sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. It's always fun to sweat out bets. Like I said, whether you're a Tennessee fan that just loves college football, maybe you're not even actually betting on your favorite team. Superstition is a real thing, Patty C. Um, <laughs> but maybe you're touching the, uh, I don't know, like the wake forest football game. I'm telling you. And, and all of a sudden you're saying, man, I wish I was sweating this out with some pals. Instead, I'm home with the wife. She's cooking. I'm getting ready for dinner. Well, hop in the Discord because you got a bunch of us, and and they're they're all there for you. Isn't Alan Cooley? A, Alan uh, Cooley. Shout out to Alan Cooley, Tennessee Vol fan. Shout out to GBO Farms, Tennessee Vol fan. And uh, yeah, Patty C. We're gonna keep chopping it up. You guys, I've been down there. That's you a get great, that Tennessee whiskey out. You talk shit. Yeah, we need it. Yeah, what, doesn't Tennessee need a pro baseball team? They do, but I don't really care. But yes, sure. Yeah. What are you guys, Braves fans? Tennessee, down there? Tennessee, uh, Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Whiskey. Yeah, Tennessee. Uh, it's like the Brewers. Jackhammers. There you go. Milwaukee had the Brewers. There's got to be something there. Wait, Jack Daniels. That's uh, that's Tennessee. Yeah, right? Tennessee. Yeah, the Jackhammers. I like. What, is that is that what you use to make uh, whiskey? That's Jack. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. This is the college experience. All right, folks, have a wonderful day. All right, this is the we're rooting for the Vols, Josh Heupel. We're fans. We're fans. This is the college football experience, Tennessee Vol style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here.